0: previously on Tales of Aspiran. a memory, memory, memory. You see Rose reach into her bag and she pulls out this kind of thick leather tome and she goes, memory, memory. Why does that sound familiar? I don't know exactly where it was going, but I think I know what it was going to. I thought something like this in town about a decade ago with constance and my proteges and we sealed it away um and next to this sketch of the creature you can see what looks to be the amulet of an eye inside of this and she points to this eye-shaped amulet
1: so we're looking for something that eats the soul
0: behind their back on the plane of dreams A large shadow looms against the walls and floors of this tavern. From within their shadowed face, a smile glows with a sickening light. On the plane of dreams, the room radiates with whispers of madness and fear, tugging at the subconscious of its brand new prey. The young new hunters, who dare, ally themselves with
2: Rose Liebling.
0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Tales of Esperon. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's light on rules and high on storytelling. Now, what does that mean? We sit down at our desks, pretend to be someone that we're not, and then record it all to share with you. Then, we put out an episode every other Friday. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. And the best part of it all, I mean, seriously, I absolutely love this, is that I almost never have any idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. This just means that sometimes we roll dice to figure out what happens next in the story. Roll high? Maybe you unravel the shadow of an imprisoned demon. Roll low? Well... This episode is called The Hero's Fall. I wonder what will happen this week. Let's roll the dice and find out, together. But one thing you do recognize, the big bright yellow fish eyes that you saw on the doppelganger when you fought it in the burning building. Oh yeah. And then, you see a smile crawl across the creature's face and it lets out a roar. Can I get an initiative roll from everyone? No.
3: No. No. 12. Okay.
2: 15. Nice.
3: Oh
0: no, I'm going first, <laughs> oh, nice. What'd you six. roll, Haley? 18. Oh, nice. Oh, lay rolled a six.
1: No, it's 16. Oh, a
0: 16. I was going to say, shoot.
1: You're in the roll 20.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm not looking at that. I never look at it. Oh, okay. <sighs> Got to roll for Rose.
3: Sounds like a charity drive. Roll for Rose. You roll <laughs> it, you donate it with three zeros
4: after that number. Oh God.
0: <laughs> oh. oh
3: no looks like you owe 12 grand um
0: (laughs) as you're all gripping your weapons preparing yourself you hear all of you hear whispers just kind of rise in this kind of discordant orchestra of kind of madness as it very quickly starts sprinting down the road it clears a distance of 30 feet then 60 feet and then who's in the open who's not hiding
3: tedward's in the open
0: is in the open Haley is hiding for damn okay. sure. Okay. Rose is kind of in the alleyway preparing herself. Alea, where are you at?
1: Um, is there anything near Tedward, or am I just hiding behind Tedward?
0: Tedward's just in the middle of the street.
3: <laughs> Tedward's large enough to do the job.
0: Yeah, you can hide behind him if you want.
3: That's okay, what the ads say.
0: <laughs> Tedward, you're the only creature really, really in sight. I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw.
3: Wisdom, 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 wisdom. Well, I hope you're happy. It's two. Ooh,
0: okay. So you take 10 psychic damage as the whispers get louder and louder and louder. What's an important memory to you?
3: That's a good question. Tedward has so many awesome memories. Mm-hmm. Hmm. An important memory of Tedward's uh, recently is how he ended up with all his new friends. Oh no. Aww. Okay.
1: Can I smack him with my shovel?
3: <laughs> Tedward.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, can I use guidance? Um. Is that, is a, that thing? a reaction?
0: I don't know. No, actually, <laughs> it says... it's not for saving throws. It's for ability checks.
1: Oh, it's for ability checks. Yeah. Um, yep,
0: yep, yep. So Tedward. I tried. You're thinking about your allies. Everyone kind of standing around you, ready to fight this thing. And the hearth. The tavern where you all met and convened just slowly rips away from your mind, and it's replaced with just darkness. The last thing you remember is doing push-ups in the road of Homestead before you looked at the bounty board, before you saw or met any of them.
3: Wow, that's like two weeks. And then the
0: memory, well, the memory kicks back in as you're rushing into the Whiteleaf Wood. You don't remember how you met your friends anymore. And all of you watch as a thread of blue light is pulled off of tedward's body and quickly sails across the street and gets pulled into the form of this large shadowy creature and at that moment you realize this thing underneath the black dark shadow you can see that there's a melody of lights going on purple blue green violet and interwoven inside this creature you can see one thread of golden light. Very similar to what Tevrin has across his body. Hmm. Next in the order, Haley.
2: My turn? Alright. Uh, crap. Haley's just hiding. I guess, seeing that it's coming towards everyone, I'm gonna try to lean out of cover and just firebolt it and dive back into cover. Okay,
0: yeah, you can do that. Um, because it's unaware of you, I'll give you advantage.
2: Cool. All right. Good thing I have advantage. Eighteen.
0: Uh, definitely hits. Firebolt should be a D ten, becomes two D ten when you hit level five.
2: All right, I'll just roll that eight.
0: Um, where do you want to hit
2: it? Uh, dead center.
0: Okay. Um, you guys watch as this firebolt sails down the street and impacts right into the center of the mass of this creature, and you watch as the um fire or the shadow that makes up his body is kind of burned away for a moment. Um, next in the order is Alea. Hey, Light, by the way, it does notice you now. It knows where you are. Oh, God. Because you broke your stealth to attack it.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to... Oh, God. We we had a long rest, right? Mm-hmm. Could <laughs> Otherwise, I would be in real bad shape.
0: I wouldn't have sent you into this otherwise. <laughs>
1: Okay, can I use barkskit? Yeah, sure. Wait, hold on.
0: I'm pretty sure that makes you that increases your AC. Yeah.
1: I don't know what's what's good against freaking... your your
0: AC becomes sixteen.
1: Um. All right. Well, then I'm gonna hold off on that. I'm actually going to use. Is anyone near it? Sorry. No. Okay, I'm gonna use moonbeam.
0: Whoa. Okay.
1: So just on it, (laughs) like. Five-foot radius, wherever it is. 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range until the spell in dim light fills the cylinder. And then when a creature enters the spell areas for the first time... Oh, can I put it on a creature? It is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to use Moonbeam.
0: Okay, so you pick the point. What does it look like when you cast this? Just a heads up, the um, components, if you want to flavor it that way, are several seeds, and an opalescent thing. I don't know what a feldspar is.
1: Uh, <laughs> and a thing. Yeah. Um, Let's
3: go to
0: Google.
1: It is a rock.
0: Okay, so it's I, an opalescent rock.
1: It kind of looks like a piece of meat. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, he's got meat rocks. I'm going to just kind of like uh, look through my pockets, find the seed and the rock, and then I'm going to quickly bend down and plant it. Um, okay. And then... And then I guess it'll slowly start to like shimmer into into the space around the creature. Okay. Or on the creature.
0: Um, so all of you watch as, Alaya at your feet, this small little plant blooms and it shoots a beam of white ring light into the sky. And then you guys watch as it sails like a mortar and just lights up this creature. It's not hurting it at the moment, but when its turn starts, it's gonna. I did something! <laughs> Next up in the order, Rose, who is going to look towards all of you, raise her hand in the air, and start to mutter some incantation. And Alea, you watch as crawling out from the ground is a small golden armadillo. And Alea, it appears at your feet in between you and Tedward. You both heal 1d6 hit points.
3: Oh, sweet.
1: 1d6 hit points?
0: Yep. Yep she casts the spell Healing Spirit, which is basically like a tiny healing station.
3: Is it always an armadillo, or does it change? Um, is it like based on the person who casts it?
0: Um, It can be. You can decide oh, what you okay. want it to be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that.
3: I was just wondering like, if I missed something and now armadillos were a symbol of healing.
0: Now, um, her companion is a giant armadillo. That's why she summons a little armadillo. Sweet. Next up in the order, we have... Thurbash, what would you like to do?
4: How far away am
0: I? Um, the creature is about, right now, 80 feet away, let's say.
4: Okey-doke. I would like to move within a range of 60 feet, so I'll move 20 feet ahead of my... Okay,
0: so like further up the street?
4: Yeah. Well, so that there's a 60-foot gap between me and who are the big baddie. Okay. And then uh, I will use my action to cast Witch Ball at second level... Because Ooh. I have spell snipe, my range is doubled. So instead of a thirty foot normal, it's a sixty foot.
0: Nice. And give me... will deal. Yeah. Well, give me an attack. Uh, two D. Yes. You have to roll
4: attack first. Hopefully I hit. Hopefully I hit. Oh, I didn't hit. That's not good. Uh, that is a ten. Frick. Okay. So what does it look like when you
0: miss this spell?
4: Uh, so I'm beginning to try and cast a spell, and it's as though I'm like forcing a pulse out of the center of my body through my arms. Mm-hmm. And so instead of it making a contact and like becoming almost taunt, it goes over his shoulder and I'm just like, I'm like kind of waving in the breeze. Like,
0: eh, mm-hmm. eh, To add a little flavor here, cause something's gonna happen at the end of your turn. When you look down to your body to pull the energy, you see that hole in your chest missing again. And something about it throws you off and when you look up to this creature and raise your hand out to throw this bolt of lightning. Your hand is shaking and it just goes wild and streaks across the building, electrocuting the side of like a home and a couple shops. And as this happens, you notice the creature look towards you and its eyes kind of glow with this red light. I need a Uh, intelligence saving throw, Thurbesh? No! Its first legendary action. No! Oh, okay. 16. Sixteen. You just sit you just pass, but something about the look of this creature. Um, you're not exactly sure what it is, but it's in its eyes, these large yellow eyes, reflected back at you looks like flames roiling. It feels familiar, but you're not sure why. No, nope, nope, nope. Next up, Tedward.
3: Okay. How far away from me this is this thing's
0: he? um eighty feet.
3: I'm gonna run 30 feet which is my range Mm -hmm. towards it as is my custom
0: just a heads up if you wanted to use your action to also run you could so you'd be 60 you'd be 20 feet away from it
3: oh okay yeah i'll do that okay
0: um next up in the order is the creature so tedward at the end of your turn it it looks you in the eyes and can you roll me an intelligence saving throw
3: okay i'm moderately better at that that's not so bad 13. 13.
0: Um, mm-hmm. not, not high enough. You look into oh. this creature's eyes.
3: No, it's smart enough.
0: Reflected back at you. You see something that you don't recognize right now. It's the inside of the hearth, the tavern, except something about this memory has been twisted and changed so it can be used against you. You suddenly start to remember that that bit in the tavern that you forgot some really, really bad, bad things happened things that you wanted to forget, what would you like that to be?
3: Are these real things or are these things that are like, it's inventing to try to psych me out? Yeah. It's inventing. Okay. As I tried to, I think I, at one point actually tried to kick a door open. Mm -hmm. So this shouldn't, this should this shouldn't be, um, uh, This shouldn't be too outlandish since Ted words, like whole thing is his, uh, trying to be a hero. His most um, like traumatizing wounds are of the emotional variety. So, he is imagining here that, as he tried to kick a door open, he split his pants right up, (laughs) and and everybody saw
4: Okay. Oh my god! And
3: and worse yet, the book wrote it down. (laughs) Oh no! Okay. So it's it's forever. In the
0: back of your mind, you can hear that scribbling, and you remember just laughter. As your turn starts, take 1d6 Psychic Damage. Damn it, that's it.
3: exactly what I got healed for. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that armadillo? Come back. Did you roll? Four. Four.
0: Okay, so you take four Psychic Damage as like the trauma of this event has just been pushed into your mind. Like You're suddenly remembering something awful. Uh, what would you like to do this turn?
3: Wait, it's not my turn. My turn just ended. Oh, no, the
0: Master started. Haley, what would you like to do?
2: All right. Since I can't hide anymore, mm-hmm. I think.
0: I mean, you're still in the alley. If you wanted to use your action to hide again, you could, but you wouldn't be able to do anything else this turn.
2: Hele is going to step out of the alley and just try to call out to it and ask it, why is it doing what it's doing?
0: Um, Roll me a persuasion check. That's not bad. 19. 19. Um, its eyes gaze across the crowd and it looks to you. And it just says, in this kind of like distorted, warbling voice, as it speaks, there's like a symphony of whispers talking over it. It's almost hard to understand, but you kind of get the gist of it. It says, I would like to be
3: free. That was very polite. Yeah. I would like to be free. That's not a demand or anything. That's like, what wow. else would
0: you like to do, Haley? I'll give you that for free.
2: Uh,. I will just kind of ask it is it oh no Uh, (laughs) um free to do what
0: (laughs) it smiles and this will be the end of your turn and it just says Mm -hmm. devour
1: not so polite
0: um and at the end of your turn haley can i get a wisdom saving throw yep natural 20. damn for some reason that didn't you feel this a little bit of fear wash over you and then it immediately goes away. Um Alea,
3: what would you like to do?
1: Okay. Um is Tedward still hurt?
3: Like a tiny bit, don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> like oh um, Yeah,
1: okay. Okay. I don't hmm. I guess maybe I'll use entangled. hmm Can I try to like keep it grounded?
0: Yeah, sure. Um
1: the vine sprout from the ground in a twenty-foot square, starting from the point from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground into an area, into the area, into difficult terrain. A creature in the area, when you cast a spell, a strength saving.
0: Card. Okay, restrained. Yep. Okay. Um, what's your save DC? You um, thirteen.
1: Thirteen. Which
0: is... so strength. What does it look like when you cast the spell?
1: Well, a bunch of like dead and decaying kind of. Um, twigs and vines pop mm-hmm. out from the ground um, and they try to wrap themselves around the creature.
0: Um, as you cast the spell you think of all these plants that your mother taught you and you watch from the ground these ethereal versions of those plants some dying and decayed some vibrant and full of life which is something you didn't expect. Reach up from the ground and attempt to royal and like wrap themselves around this creature's big bulbous legs And as it does, it starts to flail and scream and just tear the roots apart. It's not restrained.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 13's pretty low. All right.
0: Um, as your turn ends, can I get a intelligence saving throw?
1: Okay, um, 12.
0: 12. Do you remember the memory you lost?
1: Uh, Wasn't it when my brother went missing for the first time?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That memory, as this creature looks at you, and makes eye contact with you, immediately after destroying the vines that were keeping it restrained. That memory comes back into your mind. Except, in this version, your brother didn't come home.
1: Hmm. okay. Oh god.
0: Um, next up in the order is Rose. She's going to peek out. You see her step out of the alleyway with her crossbow and fire a bolt at this creature which hits, and you watch as the crossbow bolt sails through the air, and then it changes into a bolt of lightning as it cracks through the air. You hear a couple windows shatter from the thunderous strike, and it takes not a lot of lightning damage. Eleven. And you watch this lightning bolt hit into the creature's chest, and lightning courses all over its body, and then dissipates very quickly. Oh, by... a light. By the way, Alea, you should heal another six hit points if you're not already at full. Um, next up in the order, Thurbash.
4: So I had a question, DM. Mm-hmm. Um, as per my improved packed weapon, yeah, I can turn my packed weapon into a shortbow, longbow, light crossbow, or heavy crossbow, but it doesn't specify that I have bolts or arrows.
0: Um, I'm going to say, for the sake of coolness, it makes its own. Cool. That's, that's what I was gonna time. ask. Well, okay. let's say here it makes its own, because that's kind of... You'll figure this More out when you go back, but that's how it works here.
4: So Thurbash is gonna take a good 30-foot step back.
0: <laughs> which is his, his
4: his full speed back, um, and then using his action, he's going to try and focus on the packed Weapon. Or he will—actually, this is cooler. Unintentionally, he's going to be like, I need to hit it from far away. How do I do that? How do I, how do I hit it from far away? Um, and he will use his action, turning the packed weapon into a longbow.
0: Okay. Um, well, we can flavor it as maybe, as you're thinking about this and panicking, the weapon adopts to your need. Like it's responding to that emotion. Okay. Um, and as it transforms, you notice that the, the, the sword and the bow— unlike you, which is made of this blue light, is made of this roiling purple and teal. It's, like, different than you. Um,
3: mm-hmm. And is that it for
0: your turn? Yeah. Okay. Ted, what do you want to do?
3: Um, I'm going to close the remaining distance and start using my fists on him. All
0: right. Roll me some attacks. Okay. Oh, Um. at the start of your turn, you take another d6. Uh,
3: My attack was a... Sorry, it took me a while to calculate okay. how to... How to subtract six from the current number I was at. My attack was a 17. 17, that hits. Delightful. Um, I forget, hold on. I gotta consult the, the little reference sheet you gave me about hands and what they do now. So your unarmed strikes are a D6
0: plus four. And if you hit with an improvised right. weapon, you can make a grapple as a bonus action.
3: Okay, cool, 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 cool. Or an unarmed strike. So I just did eight damage. Okay. Punched him right in the left nipple and, and which I ascertained by drawing a, sh- a line with my mind right down from his, his his eye. Nice. And I was like, yep, okay, that's where his nipple would be. Um and now I'm gonna try to grapple him, even though he's like hella tall.
0: Okay, give oh. me an athletics check. So the Grab rules of suffering <laughs> you can only grapple creatures that are like one size category category above you, which this happens to be. Oh. So well, it works out nice. Wonderbar. Roll me an athletics check. See if you grab My
3: athletics check is 10. It's the best I've ever rolled.
0: I rolled an 11. Um, You reach forward to try and grab this creature after giving it a big punch in the nipple. That's where you (laughs) hit it, right?
3: Well, I guess that is now. I wasn't totally serious, but... Oh,
0: yeah, sure, why not? um, Um, Let's leave a
3: cannon. that's his weakness. Achilles nipple.
0: You go for a second punch... And like open your fist to grab its ankle on as it does you grab this kind of shadowy spectral energy and your hand just goes right through it you
3: couldn't get purchase ew gross mm-hmm. gel ankles at the end of
0: your turn you can roll another intelligence save to get rid of that effect that's on you oh hell yeah let's do that 12. uh does not succeed next up in the order is the creature so at the end of your turn Tedward, it's going to look to you. Can I get a wisdom (laughs) saving throw? Uh,
3: Oh, because you're the one hitting it. Hot mama, 16. That's Mm -hmm. uncharacteristic.
0: Nice. It's big, big bulging fish eyes look down at you. And in that brief moment of eye contact, we fall in love. You feel this kind of pressure push on the back of your mind. And that fear, that animal instinct to run almost takes over. And then you kind of shake it off, and you're like, uh-uh, I'm going to kick this thing's ass. Then it's its turn. Alea, can you roll me your moonbeam damage?
1: Radiant damage on a fail throw.
0: Oh, it has to make a constitution save, Constitution saving throw. Let me roll that. Um, it passes that. So does it take half damage? Yeah. yeah. So what would you roll?
1: Uh, I rolled a 14.
0: 14. So it'll take uh, seven radiant damage. Um, and you watch as these rays of moonlight tear through the creature and start to dissolve away the shadow. Aleia, at the end of your turn, it looks down to you. Can I get a wisdom saving throw? Oh, no. Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. Let me... Does not recharge. Okay, in that case, Tedward. It's going to swing its big shadowy claws at you.
3: Always Um, Tedward. Oh,
2: no. Always
0: Tedward. Um, does a 14 hit?
3: Let me consult the Bible. Oh, yeah. My armor class is 14. Yes.
0: So you take eight slashing damage uh-huh. as one of its large shadowy claws just race across your chest, and then you get a familiar cold sensation, which you recognize from the ghost that you fought, and you take yeah. two cold damage.
1: How's uh, how's your kit points looking?
3: I'm fine. I'm peachy. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. If this thing turns out to be Two Berries' dream form. <laughs> you know, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> We're going to have harsh words when we wake up.
0: <laughs> this is the madness that Two Berry has reaped. Sorry, I'm rolling damage.
4: Mm. Oh no.
0: It raises another arm and takes another swing at you as you're recoiling from the first blow. And it's like shadowy claw rakes across your chest again. You take six slashing damage and one cold damage. Oh my god. Um, Next up in the order. Hele, what would you like to do? We
2: yeah, all right. Haley would like to... Run Haley, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. let How far am I from it?
0: Um, 80 feet.
2: I just stepped out of the alley, so I, I think yeah. that's about right. 80 feet. Cool. Since I'm not that close, I'll move Yeah, 30 feet closer. Okay. And then just cast Firebolt.
0: Okay. Another one? Uh yeah. Only an attack roll.
2: That's a four. So eight. Eight.
0: Oof um you what does it look like when you miss
2: <laughs> oh oh he's just pointing at him with the dra- uh, dragon turtle pot- totem mm-hmm. and just like just out of nowhere he hears something and just looks to his left and it goes far to the right
3: oh
0: it sails across the street and you hear glass breaking as it sails through another window
2: alaya you're up
0: um at the beginning of your turn you take 1d6 mm, okay Psychic damage.
3: My cabbages. <sighs> okay. My cabbages.
0: You take 1d6 cabbages.
1: That's not bad, too bad. That means I have 5 cabbages.
0: Potentially 6. Oh, you rolled 5? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, you take 5 psychic damage.
1: Okay. What would you like to do? Has it moved out of the moonbeam? Is no. it gone because it failed?
0: No, it's still there. It's okay. an area of effect. So, like, okay. it has to keep making saving throws.
1: Um...
0: And it's actually making them with disadvantage.
1: Okay, I'm going to use um, healing spirit.
0: Oh, God, there's two of them. <laughs>
1: he- okay, spirit looks like a transparent beast or a fae. Can they be frogs?
3: Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the frogs. I think because I looked at the freaking druid list and the frogs was the first thing. So now I'm mm-hmm. just like obsessed with the frogs. I um, like
3: the demon from the good place who's obsessed with frogs. <laughs>
1: Great, 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 great show. Okay, so I'm gonna just like, can I just like throw a frog towards uh, Tedward?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, Tedward, you you <laughs> feel a, uh, you feel a frog hit you in the back of the head and go
3: a wet slap. Yep.
1: It's a, it's a spiritual frog. So like,
3: <laughs> what color
0: is it? It's
1: can it be like uh like a. Okay, this is going to sound stupid, but, like, you know, like, Danny, Fan, Fan, Danny Phantom, like, the ghost color, like, that teal kind yeah, of, yeah. like, transparent one? That's the color. I that show.
0: Yeah, it just kind of plops on the ground behind you. Tedward, you can heal a d6 right now.
3: Oh, cool. Frog health.
0: Alea, you also heal a <laughs> d6, because you're still in Rose's armadillo space.
1: Nice. Watch me get a one. Ugh, oh, got a two. <laughs> I missed something. True. Very true.
0: Okay. Um, is that it for your turn?
1: Think I can do anything else?
3: Not with that attitude.
1: Oh wait, am I out of its like weird grasp thing?
3: Um, it didn't
0: have a grasp thing. So did you roll a um with uh, an intelligence save?
1: I did before. Do I have to do it again?
0: Yeah, at the end of your okay. turn.
1: Oh, okay. So yes, that's the end of my turn. What'd you roll? Um, a twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. Okay, you pass. So what this means is, one, you're immune to this effect for twenty-four hours
1: nice
0: Two, everything about that memory that seems malicious and evil you're kind of like thinking about it and re-experiencing it a little the version of your brother you see him hurt and injured all the bad all the bad worst things you can think of suddenly become made of this like spectral energy as that version of this memory vanishes you remember that memory as it was and you look down and you see the hole in your chest start to re-knit with this blue energy as it reseals itself up.
1: Nice.
0: Next in the order is going to be Rose. She's going to step out from the alleyway and make two attacks with her crossbow. Come on. Oh, shit. Um, so she first, she pulls out a crossbow and it fires a bolt and it just sails off into the distance. But she steadies her aim for the second shot. And... You watch a crossbow bolt sail down the street and land in the creature's eye and it wails as it takes 11 piercing damage uh next up in the order Thurbash, what you doing
4: i'm going to hit it with my packed weapon longbow please
0: oh yeah give me an attack roll Okay, doke
4: and i get a plus one bonus because i have an improved pack- packed weapon
0: oh nice Ooh. uh
4: that is it would be a seventeen roll plus one for dexterity, so eighteen plus nine plus one for the improved pack weapons, so nineteen in total.
0: Definitely hits. The number you guys Four. have to beat is fifteen, just to speed this up a little.
2: Nine.
0: Nine damage. Whew. Okay. Whew. You raise your longbow up, hand shaking a bit, afraid, um, and we are back to fire an arrow, and this arrow forms out of this teal and purple light this roiling flame which to you is a little scary but it's cool to the touch and when you release the bow you feel something at your feet and you look down and from your feet kind of implanted in the ground like roots for a moment you see these purple and like teal flames making roots as you fire this bow and you watch as the arrow sails through the air it gets imbued with this power and then it sinks into the creature's other eye. Um, mm. And it lets out a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible wail. My and good eye! In this roiling fury, at the end of your turn, it makes eye contact with you. Can I get a wisdom save?
4: Yes, you can. Is it going to be
0: good? I highly doubt it. That is not good at all. <laughs> it's a three. What is Thurbash fear most? Uh, Besides the fire? I mean, you can pick the fire if you want.
4: Uh, I don't think that's what he fears most. I think what he fears most is failure. He has a lot riding on his shoulders, uh, especially with the colony and the fact that he was chosen by his god. So failing anybody in that regard is like, that's going to be the basically the death sentence of Thurbash as a person.
0: So as that arrow sinks into his other eye, it's like eyes bleeding this kind of teal and purple energy. It makes eye contact with you, and something about it is just unsettling, and in that moment you start to fear that you might not be able to shoot that well again. Hey there everyone, and welcome to the mid-roll. I hope you're enjoying the climactic battle so far. It seems our heroes are uh, having a bit of a rough time this week. That's okay, I think they'll pull through. So every few days we get a few more submissions to our Hello My Name is promotion, and it's wonderful. All of you have come up with such amazing and creative and quirky names that I just can't wait to use for future NPCs. This arc has one more episode before its conclusion, and I'm pretty sure we won't be seeing another new NPC until this is all wrapped up. With that being said, if you want to name an NPC for future arcs or one-shots, or maybe, you know, you just want to learn more about the show, check us out at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at Tales of Asperan, and we also have a Facebook page and a Discord group. You just got to check on our website. There aren't any cross promotions this week. I didn't really have time to edit one in, but if you have your own tabletop podcast or know of a show that could use some support, get in touch with us. The space is always open for inclusive, positive, and amazing tabletop productions. We release episodes every other Friday. So I'll be seeing you again on February 14th for the final piece of this crazy finale. All right, let's get back to the show. In that moment, you start to fear that you might not be able to shoot that well again. And you were frightened. Which means any attacks against this creature are a disadvantage. And oh you can't boy. move closer. Yep. Wasn't planning on it, let me tell you. Um, Tedward, you're up
3: okay um, roll me
0: a d6 actually i'll just keep rolling that one. Uh, two psychic damage
3: thank you okay hmm tedward is just gonna go for another attack okay which does not land i rolled a 14 and hmm how tall is it
0: uh somewhere between 11 and 12 feet
3: does it have like a does it have a leg span that can, like, I could, I could scurry between its legs like a hobbit? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go behind it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you there's... quickly just roll me an acrobatics check.
3: Acrobatics, huh?
0: Yeah. Or <laughs> athletics, if you just want to shoulder At- through it.
3: Yeah, athletics. Okay, that's good. That's a 19. Okay.
0: As you go to scurry under its legs, you feel its feet moving and shifting to try and kick you and stop you, but you manage to get behind it
3: hmm squirrel mode
0: end of your turn it is the creature's turn av can you roll me your damage
1: yep uh what was it again D These... 2d10 Two, what, what? Oh. yeah are you
3: sure yeah oh i thought you meant damage against her i was like you gotta straight up flatten this poor <laughs> <game>. <laughs> uh 2d10 yep eight eight total
1: yeah
0: oh okay i um, know <laughs> You watch as this radiant energy starts to tear at its form a little bit, um, but not as much as you would have hoped. And who's it going to look to?
1: I'm going to freaking put a flashlight in his face. Let
0: me roll a d6. Does not come back. Um, it's going to move forward out of this radiant um, aura and try and move closer to Thurbash. It starts to sprint down the street with these kind of thundering steps. Tedward, you get an attack of opportunity if you want it.
3: Yeah, giblet attack. 15.
0: 15 hits. Only
3: d6 plus four. That's a six.
0: Okay. Pow. What does it look like when you hit this thing?
3: <laughs> he punched him. Whatever is at eye level just got a good punch. So I don't know. Maybe his butt.
0: His butt or his like Achilles as his leg was tipping away. Um, a good old, but you nick him for a good, good old amount old of punch as it starts to run away. And at the end of its turn, you're already frightened. Alaya, it's going to look towards <laughs> you. Um, can you roll me a wisdom save?
1: Mm, I thought I got out of it.
0: Different ability.
1: No! Okay, I got 19.
0: You pass. Um, Its <gasps> eyes look to you and they're filled with this kind of fury and rage and something about it is frightening. And then you kind of shake your head out of it. Um, it's trying to make you afraid of it. Can't scare me! <laughs> now it's 30 feet between, so it's still got to run to catch up to Thurbash. It's just going to use the rest of its turn to get to Thurbash.
2: Oh, go away.
0: <laughs> and it stops in front of you. Haley, you're up.
2: All right, all right. Well, it stops its run to Thurbash?
0: Yep, it's basically like 5, 10 feet away from Thurbash. All
2: right. Well, great, just great. One of the newer spells. Ooh. Yeah, this is gonna be weird. Uh I'll cast Phantasmal Force.
3: Phantasmal. I like that better. Ooh.
2: (laughs) It needs to make an intelligent saving
3: throw. Alright, right. right, let's
2: see. DC of twelve. So not a high DC that low? Yeah. Let's see if I can roll it.
0: Um I rolled a seventeen plus four. Um so the spell does not take effect. What were you trying to conquer? Okay.
2: Uh, it was just gonna be Thurbash vanishes, and then I would say probably towards Tedward, but uh behind Tedward there'd be a new Thurbash, and then all along the way would just be an ocean of acid that he has to go through to get to him.
0: <laughs> Damn. Um. So this happens, and it turns around, um, to look towards this fake Thurbash and this pool of acid, and it goes to step forward, and then it like sniffs. <laughs> sniffs the air, and it spins around the face. To bash again. That's right. Uh, Malaya, you're up. No more d6. You get to heal a d6, though.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't know what, I'm, what to do. Uh, d6. Ooh, 5. So you heal I 5. I can't overheal, right? Right. Okay. Just making sure. I guess I'm gonna try to do another entangle?
0: Okay. What's Cold my save? I have to beat a... It's a strength save.
1: Oh wait a second! It moved, right?
0: Yeah, it moved out of the moonbeam.
1: All right, I'm gonna actually move my moonbeam. Moonbeam. Moon. Okay. I can't say the word. It's uh, <laughs> uh, I can use action to move the beam sixty feet in any direction. So I'm gonna do that. How far did he he run away?
0: Sixty feet. Awesome. Perfect.
1: I'm gonna put it on its butt.
0: Okay. Um, you're gonna have to move it through Tedward.
4: Uh, so that's tedward, okay can i
0: get a constitution save i get moved uh, a lot wait isn't it only when they end their turns? So uh, uh, when, when they first enter it or if uh, they start their turn there
3: finally rolling tedward rolls a natural 20 <gasps> does
1: not even does oh, okay. not
3: even notice just sparkles beautifully roll me damage avie mm, i'm sorry Two
0: D um, tedward you'll take half I think it's funnier if it just sears and ignores it completely. <laughs> you roll a 14. Oh my I god. Tedward, you take a, 7 so reading damage. And this creature will take... Oh, I failed. I'm going to take all 14. Shit.
1: I got a 10. Nice. You're a 10 What four. side are you on? <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, Tedward, you're like, yeah, oh, this feels nice. And then it doesn't. <laughs> it feels like you've just been like cooked like a chicken.
1: He still has my frog though, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, The
3: DiGiorno (laughs) threshold has been reached.
0: (laughs) As it passes by you, you hear a...
3: (laughs) Does it explode? Does the frog just pop like popcorn? No. (laughs) She freaking microwaved me. (laughs)
1: Your sailor
3: moonbeam just burned all my skin off. But now I'm dressed as a Japanese schoolgirl. Rose,
0: um, this time, she lifts up her hammer now that it's closer and just flings it at the creature. And you watch as the hammer transforms into electricity in midair. And I gotta look up this damn spell. Why did I give an NPC with magic? <laughs> just, Just wing it. I know how much it is. You're the uh, DM. Years. I know. Um, you watch this hammer tear through its form and tear the shadow apart. Oh, it only takes five lightning damage. Third looking... and Hele, can I get a perception check?
1: Yeah. Okay. Is it looking hurt or anything?
0: Oh, that's a crit fail. Roll me a perception check too, AV, because you're close enough.
4: That's a
1: crit one. 11.
0: Nice. Okay, so this is- per- man, the dice are in your favor. You watch this hammer, this bolt of lightning, tear through the creature, and the shadow around its core tears back with electricity as it roils over it. And you notice inside of this big, big, awful creature, this roiling ball of anger and shadow and darkness, you see a streak of blue light, just like yours, just like Aleia's, just like all of your companions'. Embedded deep within the center of this creature. Like there's a part of it inside that is different than all the other shadow. third you up.
1: Does that mean it has a physical form?
3: How close it is it? It has it's a
4: Ten feet from me? Uh, Five. So I can assume I'm probably going to take a hit if I try to walk away.
3: Probably, yeah.
4: Okay, that's what we're going to do though. All right. <laughs> uh, cause, well, because I can't move towards it. And I'm certainly going to take a hit if I just stay here. So I'm going to try and walk my full speed uh, 30 feet away from it.
0: Okay. Um, You take a very quick step backwards, faster than it anticipated. Maybe that lightning bolt, like, offset its balance a little, but it swings for you and it goes wide.
4: Take the opportunity to run. Yep. Run my full 30, and then uh, I'm going to flip around, and I'm going to cast a uh, ray of frost at its face. I'm gonna make this ranged attack spell and I crit
3: failed Oof. rest in peace
4: yay me what's it look like when you miss so I I go to try and form the like cold energy to cast this ray of frost Mm -hmm. and as I attempt to cast it it just kind of like sprinkles snow like right at my feet and my fingers start to like turn slightly blue as of the mm-hmm. spell is like being stopped by something physical.
0: Um, at the end of your turn, by the way, you can make a saving throw against the fear if you give me another wisdom save.
4: All right. Uh, that's not any better. It's a
0: seven. Nope. You're still shaken by this presence of this creature. Um, Tedward, you're up. It's just run away from you. It's about 60 feet.
3: Oh, I'd have to run and use all of my running. Um.
0: Or you can pick something up and throw it.
3: Yeah, that was my next thought. As if there were any throwable objects.
0: Yeah, there's there's plenty of spectral stuff.
3: Also, interesting note, the book has apparently not followed me into this dimension, has it? Nope. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, what what around me can be thrown. Actually, you know what? Nothing I could throw is gonna have all that much heft when it finally gets that guy. So I'm just gonna spend a full a full um run in action to catch up with him.
2: Okay. When we get back, would you splash some tea on that book?
3: <laughs>
0: Ted Ward, as you're sprinting down the road, are you, like, yelling or anything? Or are you just like,
2: Nope.
3: I'm dialed in. I'm focused. Terminator
0: run. Um, maybe it's the sound of your footsteps thudding across the, the cobblestone road of this street in the market. Um, but this creature turns and looks towards you. As you're sprinting at it, you take 2d6 psychic damage. Oh... Uh... And I need a DC 15 wisdom saving throw.
3: Okay, well, that, 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 that's not going to happen. I rolled an 8.
0: 8, okay. Um, what's in another important memory?
3: <sighs> what's in another important memory? <laughs> um, I'm going to have to think about that for just a split second. We can
0: edit it out.
3: Edit it out. Anybody got suggestions?
2: Your potatoes were stolen. What well, did you ha- do the first time that- you left
4: home.
3: Yeah, ooh. I like that. Let's let's go with that. The first time, I left home on my own, as a strapping young, abnormally large man, <laughs> getting, ready, getting ready to make my way in the world.
0: What was Tedward's last thought as he looked back at his home?
3: Hmm. Ironically, that he'd be back soon enough.
0: That thought. That image of your home in the distance uh, against the rising morning sun, the thought that one day you'll come back here and be great, just fades to darkness. And then a shadowy claw from this creature rakes out at you as you're kind of like stunned by the loss of this memory. And you take nine slashing damage and two cold damage. As its claw rakes across your chest.
3: Okay, Tedward is Tedward is dead. You're unconscious. Tedward is unconscious. Fine. <laughs>
1: um, does he get any health from the frog?
3: He ran away from the frog. That frog exploded oh! in your freaking moonbeam. That frog oh, was shit. a
1: spirit. He wasn't physical.
3: Spirits get hurt by the moon. That's how the tide works. Tedward, as you fall unconscious
0: and collapse down on the ground...
3: Tedward just flops right over, man. Like a brick. There is no dramatic flourish upon which I, I, I can...
1: Tedward is just
0: out. As this happens, the creature ponders over him and is like going to reach for Tedward. Um, Aleia, can I roll more moonbeam damage?
1: All oh, the moonbeam, um, yes. and what's your d c? Thirteen
0: okay, um, you watch these radiant flames kind of tear into it again. um, thankfully, I'm just gonna be like convenient here. The moonbeam is off to the side a little, so it's not getting Tedward, who just fell unconscious. Thank it's God. a little hard to, it's a little hard to visualize that kind of stuff without a map, so I assume you'd put it in a place that would be safe if Tedward yeah,
1: out. I'm not trying to eviscerate his core. yeah, exactly. Come on, dice, come back.
0: okay. Um, Haley, your turn. Alright. And how far away from it am I? So so at this point, it has run up to the alleyway where you've been hiding. So it's directly ahead of you, maybe about 10 feet. You see Tedward directly behind it, slumped down on the ground, and this creature has turned and is reaching for him with these large shadowy claws.
2: Alright, I want to run up to Tedward and kind of just want to like pull him at least far enough so I can get in front of him.
0: You can stand in between them.
2: Like nudge yeah I backwards. want to get a little bit further back though I don't want to be like straight,
0: okay, oh, so you're out of range too, yeah, just a heads up it will incur an attack of opportunity, so you both get you both might get hit as he's dragging him away
2: hmm. i'll just I'll just stand in front and I'll just impose. okay on him and then cast firebolt give me an attack roll all right, so that's a five plus whatever, so no oof.
0: Um, you, maybe it's because you're standing so close, you fire the, this firebolt straight up, and it just zips past its head. Um, Alea, you're up.
1: Um, is Healing Word a tangible spell?
0: You can no, use I it. I can just
1: see them. I could just see them. Yeah, um, Yeah. I'm going to use Healing Word on Tedward.
0: Okay, it's a bonus action. What level?
1: Uh, one.
0: Okay. Um, what kill. is it? A d4 plus?
1: Plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So what, three? Yes, three
0: okay um tedward you heal three hit points and you awaken um haley is standing in between you and this creature and it's reaching for both of you
1: was that a bonus action
0: yeah so you still have your turn and you can cast a spell up to level one that's something i allow well as your regular action
1: oh okay okay um i don't know what to freaking do um how far away is it from me
0: it is from where you're at, maybe about ten feet. You were kind of right where Thurbash was when it ran up, so it's pretty close to all of you, except Thurbash.
1: Can I? Can I use Bomb of the Summer Court?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. How much? Or it does says it
1: do? that also says it's a bonus action. Can I, just, can I just use it as my main action?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll allow it.
1: Okay. Um. So that's I spend. A number of those dice equal to half your druid level or less
0: so those dice are what d6s uh
1: yeah
3: okay
0: i think you can spend up to two
1: yeah i'll just do that
0: so tedward you heal two d6
3: what a turnaround a lot of blood just flowed backwards (laughs) off the ground (laughs) into my body and it kind of feels like brain freeze um seeing tedward go down you
0: hear from the alleyway rose she kind of cries out, oh no, this is not happening again. And she sprints out of the alleyway and just starts madly swinging at this thing's legs. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh no. That'll hit though. So 13 damage. Um, and Haley, because you're standing super close to it, you see her hammer swing into this creature's leg and you watch the, like, this ethereal shadow around its midriff like vanish and recoil and again underneath you see what looks to be a luminous blue humanoid figure um Hmm. as the shadow like re-knits around it but this thing's form has gotten much thinner than it was before it's very injured um thurbash you're next up how far am
4: i from the uh monster uh 30 feet back cool beans good enough distance as it is um, I'm gonna hit it with the bow again.
0: Okay, roll me an attack. Oh, that's not gonna hit. That's a 9. Oof. Um, again, how, what does it look like when you miss, or what causes you to miss?
4: Uh, I'll pull back the, uh, like, semi-ethereal packed weapon thread, mm-hmm. uh, and the arrow will form, but as I'm trying to line up the shot, the arrow will, like, slightly waver based off of my emotion and then when I release it, it's as though the arrow itself has a bend in it, so it'll it'll kind of, like, just curve around him into the side of the building.
0: Okay. Yeah, so you watch as this arrow, like, streaks through the air, leaving a little bit of a light trail behind it, and, um, it, like, clatters harmlessly up onto a roof nearby. Um, Tedward, you're up.
3: Uh, Excuse me, sorry. I was getting a snack from the fridge. Ooh. Apple slices. It's
0: a female knife. Uh-huh.
3: Yo, shut up. Um, <laughs> when we last <laughs> left off, this thing was reaching for me, right?
0: Yeah, Haley is still between you and it.
3: But oh, cool! I'm gonna kick him, him in. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump since I just healed like twenty five percent of my health pool while I was unconscious. I don't even remember being out. But I'm going <laughs> to literally leapfrog over him and attack the creature. Okay, roll me
0: an acrobatics check to see how cool right. it looks.
3: It's going to look kind of goofy. I'm going to do like a little kid leapfrog. Like, woo! Alley-oop right over him. And then segue into a clumsy Superman punch. Acrobatics. That's okay. a plus one. Okay. Da-da-da-da. okay, that's a 13. Okay. You, you
0: leapfrog over him pretty well. Uh, again, Like you said, it looks like a kid, like a little kid. Um, But you hop over him. Give me an attack roll for your punch. Definitely hits. Roll me
3: damage. Wow. I love it when I finally get in my groove and it's like, you roll a one plus four, four, five. Five.
0: Okay. Five. You punch this thing in the jaw. Um, How does it recoil from the blow?
3: Since it's a frog, I feel like the recoil is distributed over its body in the form of a wave that passes through it like gelatin.
0: Oh, absolutely. You could like, watch as this thing kind of cartoonishly warbles after you hit it. And Flappy grandpa's
3: jowl ripple.
0: As you hit Tedward, you see one of these golden like scars on your arm just glow with a vibrant light as you connect with its jaw. And this creature, like, staggers backward a couple feet and then regains its composure. Um, At the end of your turn, I need you to roll me an intelligence save.
3: Oh, this again. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Three. No way. I'm not even fucking with you.
1: No! So,
0: why? What's a bad reason Tedward would leave home? Like, something he wouldn't want to confront?
3: So is this another fake memory or yeah. is this real? Yeah. Something Tedward wouldn't want to confront and he is secretly a bad farm.
2: <gasps> no.
0: Yeah, so that image of the farm, you leaving, you know, the settings there the rising sun behind it. Um it is replaced by a vision of a farm where all the crops are dead. The farmhouse has decayed and rotten and almost abandoned. Um, and Ted returns and walks away shamefully. Roll me a d6. Uh, that's a
3: five. You'll take
0: five psychic damage from that as that memory kind of just emotionally hurts.
3: Is it possible to just become a vegetable and no longer be vulnerable to psychic damage? <laughs> Actually, how much, how much can my brain take?
0: I can tell you that number. I have it written right here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just no, say that Siphon
0: Memory does something really bad if you fail a certain number of times.
1: No. Oh, my God.
0: Um. Next up, its turn.
1: Does it look even hurt? No, like...
0: oh, it's very, very, very hurt. Okay, good. Please
4: don't die a second time, Tedward.
0: Um, I didn't die at all. What are you talking about? Okay, Tedward. Roll me Mm -hmm. an intelligence save. Again. Nope, sorry. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw.
3: Well, that's almost, that's actually, that's we. That's worse. Okay. Okay. 14. That's not that bad. It's one below what you needed to hit.
1: (gasps) No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You take 2d6 psychic damage.
3: (laughs) Your boy is unconscious again.
2: Okay. No!
0: As as Tedward falls unconscious and this memory, this another important memory is ripped from him. What memory is it?
3: This time it.
0: I want it to be one of the books memories.
3: One of the books memories. Okay. The first thing Tedward thinks was a monster that he defeated. It was actually like a large like rabid stray dog. But in Tedward's mind, it was like a dire wolf. And he defeated it with his, uh, with his walking stick shortly after leaving home for the first time. Uh, uh, or rather, f- shortly after picking up the book, because he got the book later. And the book overwrote that memory. You realize that, like, I just sprung up off my back, off the ground, yeeted myself over somebody, punched it in the face, and it didn't even touch me. Then I just sort of kind of... Did a weird little
0: shiver, and then I passed out again. Oh my god. So, Tedward, you hit the ground, and all of you watch as when Tedward falls to his back. Maybe it's just a shame that what you thought was a good memory wasn't as triumphant and heroic as you thought it was. All of you watch as Tedward's spectral ethereal form just dissolves into light. And he vanishes. And as Tedward's blue light fades... All of the golden light that makes up his body is peeled away from him as he dissolves and absorbed into this mass of black shadow.
1: Oh, no. Uh, I mean... Oh, God.
0: Haley, you're up. Did he just die?
1: I'm worried his spirit died, and he's just now, like... Part ghost monster?
2: I... All right. Um, Haley will be kind of just... Stunned for a second and turned back and just firebolt at it.
0: Give me an attack roll. 11. Does not hit. Oh. Why does Haley miss? You want to know? Haley oh,
2: he was. wasn't even looking. Haley was just stunned that Tedward's gone now.
0: Maybe. Ooh, ooh, I got something. What if the firebolt that you just threw, like you raise your hands up in shock and it was just an emotional reaction? Like your wild magic was just kicking off. Mm. And a fireball just good. sails through the air and misses it. That sounds good. Okay, Alea, you're up.
1: Okay, is he in my beam still? Yes. Okay, um, I'm going to you. Is anyone near him?
0: Ah, uh, right now, Hele is at its feet, and you
1: Ooh.
0: are right next it, along with Rose, who is standing by its ankles.
1: All right. Well, I'm not gonna use that one then. I'm going to... I don't know how to s- say this word, but I'm going to use my quarterstaff shovel.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, shillelagh.
1: Okay, that's how you... shillelagh?
3: Okay. Yep.
1: Well, way better than what I was going to say. Uh- <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to attack it with, with that on.
0: Okay, roll attack? me an attack. Just roll me a d20, add five. Okay. Oh. Two. Maybe it's the fear of this thing just overwhelming you, but you... You swing forward and the staff just kind of goes harmlessly through its leg. Um, With Tedward vanished, you hear Rose let out a
3: pained,
0: awful, awful scream. And she takes her hammer again and just starts wailing at this thing's legs. And she deals seven damage. Um, We did
1: like an insane burst of light.
0: Man, this is a lot more climactic than I expected it to be.
1: We're all gonna die!
0: Thurbash, you're up. You see Rose. You're not exactly sure why, but you see Rose flailing with fury at this thing's legs. What do you want to do? Uh,
4: via knowledge, nature, or knowledge, religion? Would I know if this creature is an undead creature?
0: Um, if it's the thing that Rose said forward. it was, it was. A, it would be a demon. So not
4: undead. Cool beans. Uh, I'm still gonna hit with this. I'm gonna cast uh, chill touch. Okay. An attack roll. Oh, I'm still feared too, right? So I yep. have disadvantage. Oh,
0: that's you can cool. roll. You can roll for that right now.
4: Okay, I will. Oh, that's so much better. It's an 18.
0: You you, um, succeed. Maybe it's seeing Tedward dissolve into light. Um, your resolve just hardens. Give me an attack roll.
4: Hey! Okay, that is a 19 to hit. Oh, sorry. 21 to hit.
0: Holy shit. Definitely hits. Give me
4: damage. That is 8! Points of Necrotic Holy Damage! Shit. And it cannot
0: regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Dude, you just nullify one of its powers. hmm uh-huh. Just so you know, every time it was stealing a memory, it was healing.
1: Oh my god. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, who's up next? The creature. Um, so who here has lost a memory? Thurbash is immune. Haley, it can't use it on you.
1: I got one stolen, but then I got it back, and then I got immune.
0: Yeah, if you're immune, it can't bother you. Um, hey, so, Hayley, so, you're in front of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Oof. The sound of dice. Oof. Am
2: I dead? What's your hit points at? 23.
1: You think I can poke it with the scorpion that's on the stick that we got? Oh no.
2: Probably, if I'm not going to be unconscious. Hopefully it poisons
0: it. Um. So I rolled a natural 20. You're going to take 22 damage. Holy cool. crap! Cool. Yeah, 20 slashing damage. As this thing just rakes through your chest, maybe it's because you're still shocked at... Cool. ...Tedward I'm bashing. And then you take two cold damage. Cool. <laughs> Tedward, I also forgot. Roll me a death saving throw.
3: Oh, boy. Ah. So I'm... Um... Okay. Uh, is that just like? Is it just a number? Does it get a modifier? Is it? It's just a
0: d twenty. You want to get? You want to get over oh, ten? Okay.
3: Well, I didn't. I got a seven. I thought that was a good number. I've been to a casino.
0: So that's your first failure. Three, and your character's gone for good.
3: Ah! Don't worry. He's
0: not really gone. Next up in the order is going to be Haley. Are you up? Haley's at one. Holy mm-hmm. shit! What do you want to do, Haley?
2: Um. <laughs> Well, I'm not moving, because I'll die if I move. So, I guess I'll just
1: move. I guess I'll die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna Firebolt straight ahead, just stick with my plan. Hope it's enough. All right, roll me an attack roll. Uh, 19 this time.
0: Dude, roll me damage.
2: And nine damage.
0: Okay. What does it look like when you destroy this creature for good?
1: Oh, finally.
0: Thank God. Because you didn't realize, because you've been missing, it's vulnerable to fire damage.
1: I, I
2: hit it the first time he said something like that. Yep. I'm going to focus on the spot I saw, the blue light I saw from within it, and just kind of try to force a firebolt through it into it.
0: Okay. Um. So you raise your hands up, your, your furred, blood-tattered hands, and throw this firebolt forward. And... What's going through Haley's mind right now?
2: I don't want to end up like 10 first. Okay, fear.
0: <laughs> that fear supercharges this bolt of fire. And as it leaves your hand, you see this roiling red and purple and kind of pinkish energy coalesce into a bolt of fire. And it tears right through the chest of this creature. And you watch as all of the darkness and shadow that makes up its body starts to roil and peel away. And underneath, you can see the silhouette of an... Human man, can you roll me a perception check?
2: Okay, natural twenty
0: you clearly see the face of Constance before that blue light that blue ethereal light that makes up his body mm. vanishes okay. but it vanishes in such a way that it looks like it falls down to the ground and you see it land in a heap and then that ethereal light starts to fade away as it's fading away. What do you do?
2: I kind of just I just reach for it.
0: You plant your hand on it. Can you roll me a d20? Uh, 17. Wow, you passed that with flying colors. Thank God. In this specific moment, you get an emotional feedback. Fear, confusion, a little bit of regret. And in that moment, your mind is taken to the material plane. And it's nighttime, very, very late at night. There's no one around. And Constance is laying on the ground in the street. For a moment, his eyes look like fish eyes, and they flicker back to look normal. And in that moment, this strange moment across planes, he makes eye contact with you. Can you roll me a d6? Uh,
2: okay. Two.
0: Two. Okay, that's a step. On your character sheet, write two resonance.
2: Two resonance. Okay. Okay. Yep.
0: It's something I'm introducing into this game. It's something I've used in other Mm. campaigns. But it's something you can slowly build upon. The higher the number is, the better it ends up for you. Okay. Um, And you can increase it by forming bonds with people, relationships, reaching out to them. And it's kind of poetic that you're the one to kill it and you're the one to do this because Hele was the one that wanted so dearly to try and save this thing. Mm-hmm. And now you have your chance. You see exactly where Constance is on the material plane. You're both outside of the Callous Apothecary in the Marketplace of Whispering Lake. And hanging from his neck, you can see a small amulet made of black metal with an eye in the center. And inside that amulet, you can feel like the writhing tendrils of darkness that you just fought. You can feel its fury, and it feels imprisoned. And then back on the dream plane, the light of Constance's body just fades and you're left in the dream plane with your friends. Tedward's still gone. What would you all like to do? Our adventurers stand now in the writhing cobblestone streets of the plane of dreams in the aftermath of a battle hard fought. The spectral form of the remaining building sways gently in silence, coerced by a breeze that cannot be felt. In a moment of shock and hope. Haley stands above the fading body of Constance, hand outstretched and placed upon his shoulder. Their eyes connect for but a moment, and a surge of power ripples through the cosmos. On the material plane, the dimly lit streetlights around Constance flicker wildly in reaction to this power, and his eyes flare with a blue, radiant light from a source unknown to either of them. Reflected in Constance's old, frightened eyes, we see Hele's island home. The blue expanse of ocean that smells of salt and fish, playful curls of smoke drifting into the air in the distance of the jungle. For this single moment, Constance stands in a place he's never been, the academy that Hele called home. In this singular moment, power ripples through the cosmos, ignoring the boundaries of planes and throwing aside all rational thought. In this one moment, the souls of two enemies resonate and become one. A loud gasp breaks the silence of this night in Whispering Lake as this resonance is broken. In a panic, Constance he, he clutches the amulet hanging from around his neck and tucks it into his shirt. Then he scurries up off the wet, cold cobblestones of the street. Then we hear the sound of a broken doorbell jingle into the night as Constance stands framed in the now open doorway of a shop. He looks out onto the street one last time with the smell of the sea still fresh on his mind. Then he quietly closes the door to the callous apothecary behind him. He's found a glimmer of hope In the darkness this monster has created. Hey everybody, and thanks for tagging along on our adventure so far. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Only one more part, and the faded conclusion of our time in Whispering Lake will be over. I hope they can find Constance and help him out. And I wonder what will happen to Tedward and Too because they're kind of iconic, and... Our show might sink if we lose one of our um, titular characters, if you know what I mean. I honestly wouldn't want to lose any of them. They're all amazing. Our song and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscape, respectively, which you can find in our episode description and on Bandcamp as well. They have their own individual pages where you can pay for their music and support these amazing artists. Spread the word, and maybe leave us a rating or review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Oh, And don't forget to have a wonderful week. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends because we don't advertise. And word of mouth, that helps little shows like us get all over the place. Our next episode should arrive on February 14th. Wait a minute. I think that's Valentine's Day. See you soon.